Hello, Social Barista listeners. That's right. It's Nick. I'm doing the intro this episode. It's very exciting. It's another week. It's another Thursday. That's right. I know you have your notifications already on for the Social Barista podcast every Thursday morning. You better. And it's another guest that we have on this episode with us. Oh my gosh. Who knew we were this popular and people wanted to chat with us? Today, you're here with me, the token Canadian, Nick Quinn. (laughs) We have our founder and meme master, Trey Cal. Get lit. And Buffalo Boone himself, Trey Dex. (laughs) Oh yeah, baby. (laughs) And our very special guest, Sunil, from Leaderboard Coffee. Um, As well as many other projects. Welcome. Yeah. I, I love the nicknames, guys. That's great. <laughs> I'm digging it myself. That's okay. Yeah, me too. Thanks, so Nick. Good. That was that was well worth it. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Nick, you're not the you're not the only Canadian today. You know, for once we finally have a Canadian guest again. So, <laughs> the last Canadian guest was you. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so yeah, we got Sunil here from the Great White North, as they call it up north. <laughs> we don't call it that here but <laughs> apparently y'all call it that i don't know but sunil what's up what's going on like what's what's new with you hey thanks for having me i'm stoked to be on there's gonna be a lot more like sorries i guess this it's podcast, okay. right a lot more a's <laughs> Can I, more yeah sorry. canadians do those things should right I, should i just live up to the canadian stereotypes Please yeah. Do. yeah yeah no i'm stoked to be here thanks for having me guys yeah for sure so you know for people listening who are like who the heck is this uh, what the heck is leaderboard? Why don't you kind of tell us your we call it your single origin story? You know, nice. Yeah, how'd you get from you know knowing nothing about coffee to doing what you're doing now? Like, what's kind of the story? Okay, what's the story? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Where do we start? Um, so back in 2014 was kind of like the origin story of where my specialty coffee journey began. Um, I I graduated university like 2012 or so, um, and I got a real job, uh, is what I like to say, not in coffee. It was like working in marketing. I was doing that for about like 10 months or so at a company called Loblaws. The Canadians, Canadian, other Canadian here will understand what that, yeah. <laughs> what that is. Um, and I was just like, you know, doing, doing what I was supposed to do after I graduated university, you get like, you do a business degree and then you get into marketing and that's like, that's the pathway of life. Right. Um, but I was, it felt weird just like working so hard for someone else. I was putting in like 12 hour days for, for another, for my boss who was like sort of listening to my opinion. And, you know, I was thinking there's gotta be something more here. Like, can I put all this effort into something, some project of my own? Um, so 10 months into my job, I, I quit my job without really a plan. And I just kind of wanted to see what else I could do in life. Um, and I had like a few other hobbies, like photography was something I was really into. So I ended up actually starting like a photography business. And I did that for like a, a few years. Um, but during that process, I ended up coming across Specialty Coffee. And back in 2014, like Specialty Coffee was still quite new, really, up here in Canada. Um, but there were a couple coffee roasters that were doing interesting things so in my neighborhood there was a coffee roaster called detour and that was kind of like yeah. a start for me where it, it like sparked the interest in me like oh there's something this is this is different than normal coffee you know like this is kind of cool and uh, i wanted to try more coffees and 
you know, back in 2014, if you didn't live in like a hub, like a big city, it was actually quite hard to get your hands on good coffee. Um, and so I was like, hey, I wonder if there's other people up here in Canada who feel the same way. So I actually lived in like the burbs of Toronto. There's no good roasters around except Detour. And I wanted to try other roasters. So I ended up starting a coffee subscription service called the Roasters Pack. And with that, what we do is we feature three different Canadian roasters, um, three different coffees. And each month, it's like, we want to show you something cool that's going on in coffee. And it was kind of just like, this is something I would dig as a coffee drinker. So let's see if other people will dig this too. Uh, and like early on, I will say, like, I feel bad for the first like few subscribers. I really appreciate them, like, you know, signing up. But like, I wasn't a huge coffee nerd. I was just learning as I went. Uh, which was super awesome for me because I got to like pick the brains of coffee roasters and under the guise of like a wholesale customer. Uh, so I could be like, hey, what's the deal with this Costa Rican that we're buying? What's up with white honey processing? Or like, what's the deal with this region? Or, you know, all the nerdy things that we love talking about as coffee professionals. But like, if you're new to it, it's really hard to learn about, um, like to, to like truly understand what the difference between washed honey and natural is, unless you're like out there trying a ton of coffees. Um, oh, yeah. So that was my initial start back in 2014. I started a coffee company called the Roasters Pack. Um, and that was seven years ago, which is pretty crazy. And yeah. Yeah. It's That's, still going strong. Still going strong. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's like initially it was, it was kind of tough. Like, you know, you start a business, you're not really sure what's going to happen. I didn't have like funding or anything. It just kind of started this with some of my savings. And, um, yeah, it's been really cool to see, and uh, yeah, super stoked to see where it's gone. Yeah, I love hearing it, and I mean, I think it's cool. Like you kind of just took a leap, you know, starting that business, and uh, also seeing the need that needed to be filled of like bringing good coffee to people that maybe didn't have access to it at the time. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, and you have like really... multiple projects going on now. Hey. Yeah, I've gotten deep into this this specialty coffee rabbit hole here. <laughs> it just keeps going into an, another it, thing. It just keeps going. Yeah, like basically what ends up happening is I'm like, oh, this would be really cool. I wish someone did this. And then, you know, it doesn't end up happening. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess this means that <laughs> I have to start this project now. <laughs> so about like five years into the Roasters Pack, we kept hearing from a lot of our customers, like, you know, there's people like us who love trying new coffees uh they love the adventure and like learning more about coffees but there's some people who just want like a dependable cup and yeah. so with the roaches pack we're often sending a variety so you might get like an ethiopian and you might get a colombian and you might get a guatemalan and they all i think are really cool and for me like that's what i love about coffee you know like sometimes i feel in the mood for like a super funky natural ethiopian but sometimes i feel like a chocolatey guatemalan some people are just like i just want the chocolatey guatemalan so we ended up starting a coffee company called Matchmaker Coffee. And what we do is we send people six coffees blind. We ask them to score the coffees. And then we personalize their subscription to their blind taste test. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of like a slightly different take on coffee because I find sometimes people, when they aren't deep into coffee, it can be really challenging to describe what they like as well. And so with Matchmaker, you don't have to explain like, oh, I love big body chocolate bombs or i love like medium roast because everyone's medium roast is quite different this way it's just like strictly only by the numbers you know uh and so that way we get an idea of what people like without having the confusion of like when they say bitter do they mean sour 
or do they mean like burnt bitter? Uh, so yeah, that was the second project that we ended up starting like five years into the roaster pack. Um, and then third project, I mean, I could keep going. <laughs> well, we can skip to your current like big project, Leaderboard, yeah. which we've been seeing a lot of online. Kind of, Sounds yeah. Good. What? Yeah, give us like, yeah. What yeah. started that? Yeah, so um, I've always been a huge fan of cup tasters. Are you guys familiar with cup tasters? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a super coffee. cool coffee competition. Have you guys ever competed in, in cup tasters? Oh, heck no. I have not. <laughs> maybe maybe have, a good thing, give it a description for maybe the people who are listening who are like, what the heck is cup yeah. tasters? So cup tasters is super fascinating to me. Um, usually around the time with Brewer's Cup or barista competitions, They'll have cup tasters, and so what it is is they'll have, I believe, eight sets of three coffees. Um, so it'll be like trios, and yeah. you have to pick the one odd coffee out. So two coffees will be the exact same, and one will be different. Uh, and I and so you have eight sets of that, and you have to pick the odd one out out of the eight sets. And so the winner is the person who can pick out each odd coffee in the shortest amount of time and so in canada we have like the best coffee taster uh the person who can do that you know in the fastest amount of time and it's super fascinating competition to me uh as someone who like loves tasting coffees i'm always like i think i might be good at that but also i'm kind of terrified of like going on stage in front of my peers and having to taste coffees and like what if i just have an off day you know and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> all of my peers are going to be like, this guy does not taste good. Like, what if I go 0 for 8? You know, that's always my fear. Um, yeah, so... What a title I, to have as well. Like, the best coffee taster in the nation. Right? So cool. Um, one of my friends, Sarah, won uh, Cup Tasters in Canada in 2019. So she got to fly to the world's competition. And so she technically can say she's like the sixth best coffee taster in the world, which is such a cool thing to say. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say um, so. Yeah, super sweet. So I was always inspired and like loved this coffee competition. But for me personally, there were some things that I was like, oh, if I could take this coffee competition and try and improve on it, what would I do? And so I was like, okay, well, maybe we would do it at home so it doesn't feel as like high stress. Uh, yeah. You don't have to like stand on stage and taste coffees. Uh, I could just imagine like myself taking a spoon and like trying to bring it to my mouth and just like shaking and like spilling the coffee if I was on stage. Um, so, and, and then I was like, hey, what else can we do to make cup tasters more interesting? I was like, hey, well, what if we ask questions rather than just, is this coffee the same or is it different? What if we ask questions like, you know, stuff that we talked about as coffee professionals, like, how do you think this coffee was processed? Um, or what origin do you think this coffee was from? Or how do you, like, what varietal do you think this coffee is? Um, and so we were trying to think of, like, all these interesting questions we can ask professionals around coffee. And that's what we built into the coffee. So... Leaderboard is 10 coffees blind, um, and we ask you a bunch of questions about the coffees. You can score up to 100 points, and if you get the most points, you win leaderboard. Top 20 scores get on leaderboard, and we do it four times a year, so there's four seasons. Okay. Wild. Is it, and it's just Canada, right? No, it's all around the world. So, oh, all around the world. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we just started, so this was season two that we just shipped out, and yeah. it's been pretty sweet. We've had People in like Slovakia, Sweden, Hong Kong, wow, that's Thailand amazing. participate. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's super cool to see. When I got How my many... box, oh, I, I I thought um 
I thought the roasters might all be Canadian, but then I was like super stoked that I saw like Cat and Cloud in there, and then yeah. there was one from like Europe, and I was like, that is so cool. Uh, Trying yeah. all these like roasters, I probably would have never tried. Square Mile, James Hoffman's roasting company. Totally. I was like, what? I was like, that's yeah. awesome. Had to reach out to James's company, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just saw I saw that picture today, I think, and one thing that made me laugh I saw I saw the roaster and James Hoffman's like kind of like standing next to him like observing a little bit and i was like that'd be a lot of pressure like i would not <laughs> want to work for james hoffman but i mean yeah i was gonna bounce off what nick was saying and just being like man like one that's super cool that's so like far stretching but um also like i mean what was kind of the inspiration and you know that got you out to all these roasters did you try them all before did some of them reach out or did you just kind of go on a whim being like they'll probably make good coffee or like how did that kind of go with that process? Yeah. I mean, like we've, we've reached out to mainly roasters that we know are familiar with or have tried their coffee or have a really good reputation. Um, Like I'm huge fans of cat and cloud and I love their podcasts. And like, as a fan, I've bought their coffee in the past and like I rep my cat and cloud t-shirt all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got to get them in leaderboard (laughs) if possible. Same with like the square mile. Like I've had their coffee before. Sometimes some Toronto roasters will bring them in, but I just thought it would be so cool. Kind of like what Nick was saying to have so many different roasters from different places around the world Uh, as Canadians or as a Canadian, like I want to give love to Canadian roasters too, especially if this becomes an international thing where like more people around the world are trying. Like I think here in Canada, we have some really good roasters that maybe don't get as much of a spotlight. So I want to make sure we give them some love too, but Totally. Like if there's some roasters doing really cool things in like Sweden, like I want to reach out to them and get them involved. That's cool. So, yes. Oh, go ahead, Trey. Oh, I was going to say kind of with this competition in general, it seems like you've sparked a lot of competitive spirit and a lot of folks because it's kind of like this high stakes, high reward kind of game. So has anyone gone as far as to trying to get some like hints or answers from you about like the copies? Because I know Nick's Cheaters. done that. Nick definitely admitted on the pod. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's like I'm totally releasing that. She comes to the podcast, guys. I'm gonna. She's like crazy. Her eyes from being over caffeinated. But has anybody like honestly reached out and tried to get those coffees in before, uh, like before that deadline? Honestly, thankfully, no one's like tried to do anything sneakier on the sly. Uh, I've had roasters talk to me or people talk to me about the game, like because they they had a cool experience and they want to like talk to me about it. And sometimes they'll bring up certain coffees, and I like want to chime in and talk about it. Or they'll be like, "That one was so X, Y, and Z." Like they'll say something about it, and I just have to be like, "I cannot confirm nor deny." Hope you liked it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough it's to like bite cool. my tongue though. Sometimes, like, I, mm. uh, some people like they saw the cheat sheet. So on the back, we have a cheat sheet about where mm. these coffees could be from. So it's like one of these ten or twelve that we put on the back, just because coffee is so tricky. Like we wanted to try and narrow it down for people. But I saw someone post like, "Has anyone tried coffees from China or India? And like, where can I get some?" And I wanted to like reply to their Instagram story and be like, oh, I just tried like these really cool coffees from these places uh, as well. But then I realized like, oh, this person's participating. And the reason they're asking is because they wanted to try coffees from there as well to see like how they match up the coffees in the box. So like I almost accidentally gave away the answers and had to bite my tongue a bit. (laughs) This Uh, one coffee that's actually (laughs) featured in the box. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, 
it'll be interesting though like you know depending on how good the prizes get if we people try and like you know slide in the dms and offer some bribes or something i don't know we'll see oh where this gosh. goes right? yeah, or, like right. contact roasters that could possibly be involved mm. like you yeah yeah i know some oh people gosh, were trying really to really wonka's chocolate factory up in here yeah exactly um <laughs> i know some people were trying to do like detective work with like looking at roasters menu and then trying to figure out if the coffee matched up oh uh, my gosh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah Sly little sneaky people i know right wow are like so is how's it going so far is there any people that are like perfect scores or people generally doing like so so well so here's the thing about coffee coffee is huh. coffee's pretty tough uh coffee's pretty challenging um specifically like to nail a coffee that can't be easy um i don't know about you guys but like i've had coffees from colombia that could taste like they're from ethiopia uh like coffees from panama that taste like they could be from you know like terroir is such a tricky thing to pick up on um and so it's it's really it's a really tough game to nail uh but that being said like i think that's kind of what makes it interesting and fun is like you know, it really forces you to think about what you're tasting all the time. So, like, whenever you're brewing up that morning cup, like, you're thinking about, like, what is the body like? And does this compare it to anything I've had in leaderboard? Like, what's the acidity like? I feel like it just really forces you to think a lot more about coffee rather than just be like, oh, this is a good cup, mm-hmm. you know? Nick, yeah, how have you it- been finding it? Oh, man. I was telling the guys <laughs> earlier that I am not doing so great. You know, I felt really good after the first one was released because I worked with, um, I kind of did some cuppings with the head roaster at my work nice. um, to help me out a bit because I'm kind of a noob, kind of like tasting stuff and like linking mm-hmm. that to region and like variety and stuff. Um, so I felt really good because I almost got a perfect score on nice. the first one, except for the type of roaster, which to me is like so hard to know. Yeah. Um, and after that, it's been like completely downhill. <laughs> but it's really cool to see on the Instagram, like when you guys release like the statistics and like um, the data of like what people have chosen for their answers and like mm-hmm. how off most people are and how very little people <laughs> get it perfectly right <laughs> totally i think it's gonna it, we're definitely gonna keep that in mind next time when we're choosing coffees because you know i think when you're looking at a bag and you're tasting it you're like oh yeah this totally totally tastes like uganda you know yeah. uh, but like realistically uganda is such a tough region i don't know how many people are drinking coffees from uganda uh so i agree i think it's super cool to see the data and see how people mm-hmm. are finding it it also makes uh, me feel better that, like, I'm not the sole person <laughs> that completely got, like, the continent off. <laughs> yeah, we, when we post the data, we're like, is this too hard? Feel free to send us angry DMs, you know, because uh-huh. we're still learning as we go. Like, this was yeah. season two, trying to figure out how to create a cool coffee coffee game for people at home. Mm-hmm. So do you guys, and I understand if you want to make sure you don't uh, give away any clues or hints, but... Do you guys, have you brought back any roasters? Do you plan to bring back roasters in the future, certain ones? Mm, okay, interesting question. Uh, how, many, how much hints should I get? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so for season two, it was all new roasters. Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe awesome. that is a little bit of a hint. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're listening, hey, yeah. you get you get a little little tip. Yeah. Answers so are welcome. There's no cheating now. You're welcome. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, eventually I would love to work with the roasters, some of these roasters again. Um, but there's so many good roasters out there. Yeah, definitely. We also want to make sure they get their time to shine and like spotlight them for yeah. our, 
for a little audience. I think it's cool because like you can get a lot of the big names, of course, you know, just in a way like get people's bang for their buck or like, you know, be like, well, of course they put, you know, so-and-so in. That's awesome. But it's cool. Like the bigger your influence becomes and the more, you know, spotlight that you get put on, the more you're able to help the smaller roasters out there get, Mm. you know, around the world. Like, I think that's just like super awesome. I think that's like one of the things that I think coffee is all about, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we really want to make sure we give, like there's a lot of cool big names, but we want to make sure we give the like some space to this to the newer guys that are still coming up but doing really cool things in coffee, you know? Yeah. Just don't don't have like as big of a name or as much of an audience as like, you know, some of the popular ones that everyone knows and loves. Yeah. So something really cool about Leaderboard um is that, you know, it seems like it's very approachable for everybody. Like people that are you know, top professionals probably like been doing cuppings and stuff for a long time. And then maybe people like some of us who maybe are a little newer to cupping and um, don't really do any like tasting and competitions or anything. But, you know, um, yeah. So what's kind of, you know, how important do you think approachability and accessibility is in the specialty coffee industry? You know, it seems like it's a common trend in a lot of your product, your projects. Totally. Yeah. Um... So like, I feel like I was super lucky with my, like with the roasters pack in that I got to pester roasters whenever I would feature their coffee. And I could like ask them a ton of questions and just like, you know, under the guise of being a wholesale client, I could just bug them and they were cool with it. (laughs) But if if I was like not in that position, I always ask myself, like, how would I learn about coffee? Like, it's actually kind of tricky. You know, you may not necessarily be able to go to a lot of cool cuppings. like when I when I get to interact with roasters, I sometimes am there when they're doing production roasts, and they can talk like, "Oh, you know, we made this slight tweak. See if you can taste it." I get these like really cool behind the scenes moments, um, and like I get to you know bug really knowledgeable people. So like when we feature coffee from Rosso, I get to bug Cole, who's like Canadian barista champ, and I get to you know test room with all these questions. And so essentially with Leaderboy, we were kind of thinking like, how can we bring that experience to people who are participating? So it's like one we can showcase really cool coffees that you may not be able to get your hands on regularly but two we can also pair it with like what we call coaches in quotation marks i did air quotes you guys can't see Um, (laughs) but uh essentially what we wanted to do was like try and recreate that experience where you're cupping with someone who knows way more than you and they're doing like a deep dive kind of like a ted talk ish but like less formal on something in coffee so whether it's like processing or decaf or how does body show up in origin? Um, we got like Tim Wendelbode together a video. So we've got some like pretty cool names and really knowledgeable people. And that was, you know, something that we thought was really important just because I don't know, I think it's really hard to learn about coffee. Like I think you can read oh, books, yeah. but books are only one thing and you really want to tie it with the sensory. So that was something we really wanted to make sure we focus on. How, yeah, how have you guys learned in coffee? Like what's been your past experience? It's it's hard, you know, to find those resources because sometimes like obviously YouTube is, is a lot of people's like first step, but you don't know where to look or what to look for like mm. when you want to learn and not everyone has the resources like I signed up for like Breast Hustle so I could like do courses at home, but not everyone has the means to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found really cool is like with the price of paying for a leaderboard, which is a great price for like the quality of coffee that you're also getting um and like the experience of participating in the game you're also getting access to like such 
like amazing resources and like knowledgeable people who are just talking about coffee and like things that I would have not learned doing like reading a book on coffee. Totally. Yeah. That was something that we, we put a big focus on and we want to keep like diving into different topics, but we're still reaching out to like more coaches for season three. And we want to just keep reaching out to more people to see if we can get like other topics as part of the, you know, like the library of, mm-hmm. of videos that we have going on. Um, and also we do have a scholarship program. If there's any baristas listening that like, maybe you're like, Hey, I don't have a ton of money right now, but this sounds really cool. We wanted to make sure that we built in like a little scholarship program so that it's not just people, you know, like, I don't know, being a barista is pretty tough. Yeah. And, definitely. you know, like to buy $80 for coffee, you know, when you want to further your career, this is like a cool way of, you know, maybe if you don't have the funds right now, but you still are really dedicated in your career. Um, yeah. So we have a scholarship program. Check it out. That's super cool. Yeah. I was going to ask, you know, for anyone that's listening and wants to maybe get in on the game for season three, uh, what are some of the deets, if you have any, at least maybe like as far as price, uh, timeline and everything with that? Totally. Yeah. So we ship each uh, four times a year. Uh, the next one's shipping out July 19th, and that's gotcha. going to be season three. Yeah. Um, it's seventy nine ninety five. That's free shipping in Canada. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Canadian. There you go. So that's a good point. So you, you guys in the States get like a 20 or 30% discount, right? Yeah. And that's basically how that works. I ordered some coffee from a rabbit hole the other day and I forgot about that. And then I looked at my actual like payment. I was like, what? That was not what I paid. And I was like, oh yeah. Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You get 10 different coffees, 60 grams of each. Uh, so should last you like three, three brews ish of each coffee. Um, if you're not cupping or anything and I don't know. We think it's we think it's good value. We like specifically tried to keep the price low because we know we like coffee isn't an industry where we're like all rolling in the dough. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it's a very approachable price point for the yeah. all the coffee and everything and the experience. Thank you. Yeah, I think and and the awesome the, like the really cool thing is we ask for feedback too, and it seems like I've never had a project that's been so unanimously loved or had such positive feedback, and that's been like really cool to read like we've gotten comments from people being like please never stop doing this or like this was awesome and so just just reading that like kind of makes you know i don't know it feels good you know you put so much effort into this project it's awesome to know that it's resonating with people that's awesome right on well uh after getting my box i've definitely been sipping on a lot of new coffees um 10 to be exact um as well as coffees through work um and i know we're all just been sipping the drip probably recently so i thought we'd talk about some of the favorite coffees we've had recently some standout brews and sneal i'm sure you taste a lot of coffee um lots of different (laughs) types and from different roasters so what's something that you've been really enjoying recently Mm, good question um (laughs) doesn't have to be an all-time fave but yeah so this is like this is such a cop-out answer, but this is like why what I do is so great because it kind of depends on my mood. I don't know if you guys feel this way too. Like sometimes in the morning, you just want like kind of simple coffee, maybe like a little bit of depth. Sometimes in like the afternoon, maybe you want something like kind of fancy. Um, oh, yeah. So my He's go-to, like, yeah, exactly. Like my morning cup that I was like loving was actually number six in leaderboard. Uh, the Square Mile Brazil. That was like my favorite go-to morning cup. I got like we got like a full 340 gram sample bag and I just like brushed it every single morning. Um, so that one was awesome. I totally love that one. 
Um, I've also been really enjoying like this Rwandan I got from Rosso that we featured in the latest issue of the Roasters Pack. Uh, currently drinking a Timor Cold Brew from Monogram that Ooh. I accidentally kept in my fridge for 30 hours as opposed to 16 <laughs> to 24, but hey, it's still tasting yeah. great. <laughs> I think I have that one from Monogram, actually. actually. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Right on. What have you guys been loving? Oh, man. I haven't had a lot of uh, non-local roasters lately, but just highlighting a couple of my favorite Lexington roasters. Um, first, I'd say my uh, buddy and from way back in season one, Mike Rosen, has been doing some cool stuff at Manchester. Uh, working on a new blend right now. They're doing a, a new, I think it's like a new Ethiopian and a, uh, I think it's a Honduras blend. Um, I had it, it was just a couple days off roast, but it was actually super tasty. I'm really excited to see how that goes as it kind of ages out a little bit more, but been digging that. It's been my, that's usually my go-to before work, uh, Spro's to go get some charge blend from Manchester. Um, but the other place I like to go visit sometimes is, a. Uh, Local local place called Jefferson Street Coffee uh, slash Smoke and Aces Roastery, and they had this really cool good. Name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they had this really cool natural Ethiopian lately. It's a Shakiso, I think if I said that right. Uh, Ethiopia, it is super tasty. It's in the uh, Guji zone, but uh, I had that a few weeks ago, and it was very tasty. Cup, one of my favorite coffees I've had this year. So nice. I've been trying to step out a little bit. Just with primitive and possibly opening a shop and everything outside and, of your and, Colombians, and I've been wanting to do, <laughs> I've been wanting to taste, you know, stuff that's like, you know, because I want to be a multi roaster in the sense of carrying different roasts. <clears throat> but it's funny when I went out of town when I went to Mississippi and uh, I got the chance to go to a killer shop and native, and they had black and white there, and I was like, dude, I have not ever had black and white coffee like single origin. I've only had. They're just classic stuff. And so I was super amped. It's a little bit older um, on the date, a little bit, but that doesn't really bother me. But it's I've been tasting it. It's the Juan, uh, I'm sorry, Juan Felipe. Uh, and it's honestly the first anaerobic natural I've ever bought. Uh, and so I'm excited that I get to, like, drink on it for a while. Um, but I'm going to take it in and hopefully... Uh, Take it by one of the shops that I like to frequent and have them brew it themselves too and kind of get some taste behind it, but see what they think. But I like it. I mean, honestly, it's rare for me to go for things that have any kind of like, I guess I should say like intense, like fruitiness to it. Like a not fruity, like Ethiopian fruity, not like berry fruity, but like I'm talking more like lemons and limes and things like that. Kind of the sour fruits. I don't really dig that, but man, this has this delicious, warm, and like almost like a dark cherry touch to it. It's got that like zing, that tart zing to it that I just really dig. And I, yeah, like I said, I've never bought an anaerobic natural and drank it. I've just brewed it for, in pour overs when I worked at shops. Um, but man, my first pour of this coffee really makes me want to get black and white up in my shop sometime. Nice. It looks like they're doing stuff that's just outside of the box, and I like that. Cool. cool. What country was that from? It's a, it is a Colombian. Nice. Uh-huh. Again, I don't look at, I don't look at um, origins as much as I do, just kind of like 
Yeah. Is you know mm-hmm. what's going on here? That's so funny though, because I actually just ordered a Colombian from La Cabra from a because I got a Dayglo coffee gift card recently, and almost everything on Dayglo right now was a Colombia. Like every <laughs> roaster's doing. I don't know if maybe they just something they do and I didn't know, but That's go cool. Colombia. Let's go Speaking of Colombians, that is also uh, something I've been enjoying lately. I've uh, I've been working a lot recently at uh, the roastery here, um, so I've been just taking home coffee from work. So we've just got in a nice Colombian natural that's like an anaerobic as well. Mm. Um, and heck, I really like it. And I'm gonna be really sad when we run out of green. <laughs> it's it's really sad when we run out, and then but. I'm I'm always optimistic. I'm sure we'll get something tasty in next, but it's the only natural we have at my work, uh, which is Eclipse Coffee Roasters here in Alberta. Um, but yeah, I'm really really digging it. Nice. Uh, so much the, that uh, I hmm? gotta get the freezer. Exactly. I I gotta invest in like a vacuum pack. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so much I I liked it so much that I sent some to the guys down in the states a couple of days ago. So hopefully yeah. it'll arrive to y'all soon. Uh, set y'all some sample packs so you guys can enjoy. I said it literally the day after it was roasted, so it doesn't go off too much. <laughs> guys, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right what? now. I'm gonna say it loud and proud. <laughs> Colombia's pretty good size for a country. Oh makes yeah. Coffee. And I always thought Colombia was smaller. And now that we're talking about we're all having coffees from Colombia, I'm also looking at like the whatever it's called a map the height I, I can see the height <laughs> what the what am i looking what am i trying latitude, to say longitude Lat- no everybody talks about it with coffee yes uh, basically <laughs> i can see like the depth like mountains and stuff like that okay yeah and okay. i'm gonna be honest guys a lot of this Colombia, more than most of uh, these other countries that make coffee in south america they've got a solid mountain line there <laughs> Yeah. So I, at first I was like, I just, "Why are we all? Why are we talking about Colombian coffees? Are they really that popular?" And I'm looking at literally their ma- their mountain ranging here. And uh, mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't know. I'm now educated on how big Colombia is because I've never known. Oh yeah, they're like guys, the third largest coffee exporter in the world, I believe. Um, I'm interested to see actually serious note how uh what's going on down there is going to affect exporting of coffee in the coming yeah. months if we're gonna have like a scarcity of colombian coffee which would be tragic we just bought yeah, a dude. colombian coffee and i was worried that that was gonna happen mm-hmm. but it got to new jersey fine so okay yeah right. Guys, we just, just got saying, lucky but i still <laughs> the coffee love the this dominican republic that i've tried from the um porch culture coffee roasters in texas tyler texas oh dominican republic coffee (laughs) what the heck came out of nowhere not as big as columbia i'm looking at a map right now yeah tiny yeah not quite there that's big (laughs) (laughs) surrounded by water but guys um first off thank you so much for being on the episode by the way honestly or wait yeah like i think you for having me yeah, of course. Well, talking about competitions and stuff, usually we always hear like barista competitions and it's like this feels more like an indie competition, like it, like an indie yeah. made one, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking from a barista standpoint, like it's funny. I personally don't have like I'm, I haven't competed. I've thought about competing in some competition, but 
I've realized that at the end of the day, I care so much more about the barista in the shop than I do about all of the knowledge of coffees. Clearly, I've done sip the drip and I suck. So, but I love talking about barista stuff. And man, I think that this is good for baristas, not just good for competitors. This is good for barista community. It seems like a non-toxic competition. It seems like it binds, it brings people together more than it does that sets them apart from each other. Um, and I really think what you're doing is rad. And, uh, and I know I speak for everybody in this room right now, including <laughs> Nick. Um, but it's really cool having such a cool, like driven, creative person in the coffee community on the show for sure. And They're so, Canadian. Uh, Heck yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's go. Canada. Yeah. Bagged milk. We yeah. love it. A. <laughs> so for, that's, a, a. That's time for the A. Right. Yeah. Uh, Touching back on it, for anyone listening right now that's like, I got to get in on season three. Was it July 19th? That's the ship date, you said? That's the ship date. So we might cut it off like July 14th or something like okay. that, depending on when. Like, I know this this month or like this last season, we sold out a bit. Like, what ends up happening is a lot of you guys are all procrastinators, so you end up buying like right near the end, and then we end up not having enough coffee for everyone. That sounds so right. Cut it uh... short. <laughs> um so yeah, get on it early, y'all. Get it on it early. Don't exactly. procrastinate. Get Parker, sure you're listening to this episode right now and don't do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, just think about it, y'all. Just you want to do it. You want to be ahead of the game. I mean, honestly, just go to Leaderboard Coffee, go to the IG, and look at the roasters they freaking had this just so far already. It's just been off the wall, awesome coffees and roasters. I haven't even gotten to try these coffees. But I wish I had. Now I'm like talking about them all season. Every time we talk about cool coffees, I'm talking about like just a few weeks ago, I was talking about number six and how much I loved it so much. Mm, And I was like, I wish I knew more about it. (laughs) And you're you're waiting for somebody on Instagram to be like, I know what number six is. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So get on it, y'all. That'll be me. Get on it. And you know what else? You know what else y'all should get on? Enamel pins. Yes. Y'all need to get on pins. Listeners. Get on enamel, but we got them. Go, we got them. Buy enamel and hopefully pins. This episode will attract more Canadian listeners. We Please. will have enamel Canada. pins in Canada soon. Ooh, yes, nice. I'm gonna send we some will... to Canada, and and Nick will be our <laughs> distributor. <laughs> distributor. <laughs> yes, that's so funny. And uh, just also, just know that we're trying to get Nick to America for a show. Come on, we gotta we gotta get, get the money here. to fly Nick out to nashville so yeah you want to do a live show show. it's not worth doing unless nick's here it's just not amen it can be on a computer in the corner but that just wouldn't be as fun no (laughs) we need to see how tall you are in real life because you're deceivingly (laughs) tall we've had enough virtual things i want nick in the flesh yeah in the flesh Uh, doing a latte throwdown hopefully you're looking at look. You're look. You're about to be like, oh, they're in the episode. Better queue up my next podcast. You're looking at the screen. You see those empty stars right there. Time to fill them up. You're on Time Spotify. To fill up those stars. Go over to on your iPhone. Go over to the Apple Podcast. And please leave leave it. Leave us a review. Take a review. Stars. And five you stars. know what? You know what you need to do as you click that five star review. Find a coffee shop you love that you haven't reviewed on Google reviews. Five star it. Amen. Like, let's freaking Please. start reviewing coffee shops. Like, and not just when you have a crappy experience. Yeah. And don't, I'm going to say this grinds my burrs, small grinds my burrs segment before I end it. Um, 
don't leave a four-star review when your complaint has nothing to do with the coffee. It has to do with the toilets. No, stop. Stop that. You need to leave a five-star review, not a four-star. Get over yourself. Nobody cares. You meant to do a five-star. Anyways, all that to say, thank you, listeners. Thank you to our guest and all the guests we ever had, but thank you to such an interesting innovator in the coffee world. Um, cannot wait to see how that turns out. And uh, thank you to you, the listener, five-star reviewing our podcast right now. This is the Socialist Barista Podcast.